by letting go of the past. It's an ultimate commitment to actually being the master of our own destiny because we're not going to allow the past to keep us shackled or hostage to the ways that may have worked or may not have worked back then to the perceptions that we have to the habits or to the likes or dislikes that like I said may or may not have served a purpose Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Welcome back to this episode of the Light Path Podcast where, you know, I'm coming at you as we are heading into potentially pretty choppy waters energetically. August, it's going to be spicy, guys. And so as I was preparing for the full moon in Aquarius for the moon membership, I really started to reflect deeply on the whole process that we use at a full moon, which is releasing and letting go. So for those of you that aren't really familiar with working with the power of the lunar, basically every 29 days she goes through a cycle and we cycle with her with the energy which she's sitting according to which sign she's sitting in and what the planets are doing because it gives us these really powerful energetic themes that we can work with to basically enhance our evolving and our lives. And traditionally at a new moon, what we do is we set intentions. So call to actions. You know, we make little promises to ourselves of the things that we're going to really invest our energy, our focus and our time in and on over the next lunar cycle. And that really leads to that, the M word manifestation in that we're constantly considering what it is that we are making a priority in our lives because we know where energy goes or where attention goes, energy flows. And there's no magic to manifestation. It's all about being in a vibration of alignment with what it is that we desire or being in, I love how Abraham Hicks, I think describes it as being in the vortex. So being in the vortex of alignment to the abundance, to the love, to the opportunity, whatever it is that we are after that vibration. So that's what we do at a new moon, but at a full moon, which we are coming up on one this week, a huge one, because it's a super full moon. And we have another super full moon at the end of the months, which is why August is a big opportunity for us to clear out a lot of cobwebs and to release. As we come up to a full moon, the vibe is all about releasing. It's about letting go. It's about detoxing. And in order to get the new, we have to make room for it. So we can't move into the future with all the baggage from the past, right? So if you want a new reality, you have to become a new version of yourself. In order to become a new version of yourself, the first and most important thing you need to do 
is to figure out which parts of you are actually not going to work in that new version and completely let them go. So releasing is actually a process of completely surrendering to change. And change is more often than not traditionally pretty difficult for us as humans. It is especially difficult for the ego. When we can make changes that are really motivated by the future, when we're really focused on that, it can seem easier because we're working towards something. But what if that something isn't quite here yet? What if that we know that that something technically is a little far off? Then how do we embrace change and get really comfortable with it, even when the future has not met us yet, has not passed through us yet? And I think that this is why, well, I know this is why I actually developed the change pathway because I realized the secret to any success I was going to have personally, relationally, professionally was all going to come down to my ability to get really masterful at the art of changing. So over the course of say the last 10 years, I have been experimenting with how I can go through a process of change that is systematic, that is clear, and that I can quickly pick up and adapt no matter if the change is chosen by me or if the change seems to be happening for me. So this is why I wrote the change pathways, the pathway that I use all the time in order to get really comfortable with change, especially when it makes me feel uncomfortable or especially when it's something that I didn't perceive I desired at the time. So the change pathway is there on the lightpath.com if you want to dive into change and really just work on that relationship um, that ultimately you're going to have to make some kind of friends with because change is the only inevitable. So when it comes to a full moon time, we're all about releasing. And because this full moon is so introspective, when I really sat in the energy, I all of a sudden went down this rabbit hole of a deep reflection of what releasing actually means and what letting go actually entails. And so as I was sitting in this reflection, this repondering, I really um, began to understand releasing in such a different way Um, because we are in a constant cycle of releasing or of change. And it's important for us to at least acknowledge that. And what became really clear to me is that ultimately, I think in the past, I'd viewed releasing or letting go as losing something. It's almost like I used to have this thing, whether it be a perception, whether it be a connection, whether it be a habit or a desire. And when I had to release it or let it go to make space for the new, I always was tinged with the vibe or the thought that I was losing something and that that somehow was sad. And to be honest, sometimes it can be. But now I'm really starting to think about releasing and letting go in a completely different light. And now I see releasing as ultimately at its core, a sign of growth that 
whenever I am letting something go, it is a huge energetic, mental and emotional statement that I am ready for the new, that I have actually evolved beyond that which has passed. And for me, it's really an act of bravery. It's such a signal that we are so brave and somewhat confident and believing ourselves enough to actually allow ourselves to become someone new and that we are choosing not to be driven by the choices of the past. And it's an ultimate, ultimate commitment by letting go of the past. It's an ultimate commitment to actually being the master of our own destiny because we're not going to allow the past to keep us shackled or hostage to the ways that may have worked or may not have worked back then, to the perceptions that we have, to the habits or to the likes or dislikes that, like I said, may or may not have served a purpose. And when I think about my inability to let go, the biggest practical example of that is actually housed in my wardrobe. Now, I don't know about you. I hope that you're nothing like me, but I am putting my hands up and I'm saying I'm a massive hoarder of clothes. I have items in my wardrobe that have sometimes been 20 years old and that just sit there and my wardrobe just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it's so clogged up that sometimes when I open my wardrobe to go in to choose what it is I'm going to wear that day, that choice just becomes so overwhelming because it's so full of stuff. It's so full of baggage and representations of the past. And sometimes it's actually full of representations of the future. So when I think about releasing and letting go, for me, the wardrobe analogy is so perfect. So the inability for me to let go of some of my clothes from the past is a huge indication that I really, really struggle to embrace the present and to create space for a future that I desire. And then, so that got me thinking. So I actually literally this weekend went into my wardrobe and I only chose one section of it because I didn't want to overwhelm myself. And I chose a section of it and I pulled everything out and I made a decision that anything that was going to go back in that wardrobe had to amplify who I am in the present and who I see myself as in the future. So who I'm growing towards. So I had to let go and release a lot of my past in that process. I had to let go and release a lot of clothes that no longer fit or no longer suited me. And again, that there was that tingy kind of feeling around, oh, I feel like I'm losing something. I feel defeated because I feel like having that in my wardrobe was this like eternal hope. So I had so many articles in my wardrobe that were really representing 
representations of the past and a hope for the future all rolled into one and then in the present in the only moment I actually have to work with I just felt overwhelmed or depressed because I couldn't wear it or you know or beating myself up because I hadn't created the future yet and wish I could wear it like it's just such a freaking mess and how easy is it to get in that mess in our lives with the jobs that we have, with the career that we choose, with the place that we choose to work, with the people that we choose to hang out around with, you know, that one day this relationship will get better, um, that one day they'll get through whatever they're going through and I will be served in this partnership, in this relationship, that one day I will advance in my job and so it was worth it. Um, and you keep kind of in, in a state of self-punishment because of some future that you've imagined or hanging on to the past like I studied this so I need to stick with it I've invested a lot of time in this so I need to stick with this career choice even though it's not aligned with you at all right now it no longer fits and it no longer suits you yet then we go out and we act in these roles and you know relationally or professionally all day long and wonder why shit isn't shifting (laughs) and we wonder why the future that we imagine for ourselves isn't actually moving through us. It's kept at bay because of the things that we aren't releasing or in the past. But ultimately, I had to acknowledge that maybe my self-awareness might have been there, but my commitment to the future wasn't if I was still clinging on to the past. So doing this with my clothes just gave me a really good baseline and a pretty non-threatening, even though sometimes it felt threatening throwing some things out, um, a non-threatening approach to how I could tackle releasing and letting go in larger, way more important areas of my life than a blouse that no longer fits or no longer suits me or just quite frankly I've not worn in years clogging up my space so releasing and letting go is really an acknowledgement that we're self-aware enough to know when something no longer fits to know when something no longer resonates with us and it actually allows us to become that next level version of myself because let's just say my wardrobe was a little full And by a little, I mean a lot, like everything was just crammed on in there. And now I've made space and that space makes me feel a little liberated, but it also makes me feel a little uncomfortable because I worry like, well, what if I want to wear that? Or what if I want to? And I had to stop myself and say, Kirsten, you can replace it. You can find something better if that is what you actually really desire. But by letting it go, I was now allowing myself to become that next version of myself physically or stylistically. We have to be really brave to do that because when we release something or when we let something go, we won't necessarily have it replaced immediately. And this is the space. I think this is the reason why I personally sometimes struggle with letting go and releasing things. And I'm talking about clothes as an analogy, but I mean, this is people I've recently have energetically let go of a person in my life. And who, you know, I have, I have been feeling really uncomfortable. Like who am I without the idea of that person in my life? Who am I without that person physically in my life? What does that say about me? And more importantly, quick, what's going to feel that hole and I have forced myself to sit 
in that no man's land of that place where things don't necessarily get replaced straight away. And that's okay. Because in that space of discomfort, of recalibration, of relearning maybe who you are without that thing, actually comes a lot of self-knowledge, a lot of healing, and a lot of opportunity to be discerning about what it is that you want. Because for example, let's use, let's keep going with the clothes analogy. I might let go of a red blouse thinking, oh, but what if I, you know, really want to wear a red blouse one day? And then I can stop in the space of not having that as an option in my wardrobe, knowing full well, I've never actually worn that red blouse. So, you know, it was there for the day that I may all of a sudden want to wear it. I've never worn it. And then thinking, actually, is that something I want in my wardrobe? Is that something that suits my style? And if it is, then I've got no doubt I will be able to align with the most amazing, perfect red blouse when the time is right. But sitting here gives me that space to consider who I am without the red blouse. Do I really need the red blouse? Do I really desire the red blouse? And if I'm going to need or want another blouse, is that the best color, material, cut for me? All the things. Same goes with this person that I've recently released. It was really weird to think, like, who am I without them? And then once they were released, this space of like aloneness has actually given me so much room to completely reconsider and I'm still in that no man's land and I know I will be like at least for this month because it is such a huge month of this to reconsider and I'm I'm so happy I'm giving myself this space because this is the space in which I will be able to make such a discerning decision about who comes in next going to be so in my power when choosing not who necessarily replaces that, but who I allow to take up that space because I've stopped and I've allowed this reflection and healing and consideration time. So when we're letting go of what no longer suits us, That is why it is really brave because we don't know necessarily what's going to replace it. Any of those people that, you know, jump from relationship to relationship, never give themselves breathing space or me jumps from one shirt to the next without really considering whether or not this is something I need or even want in my wardrobe. It's something I just feel I should have because I just don't know what it feels like to be without it. This is when most people really hold on for dear life of what they're supposed to release because they're waiting for certainty to come into their experience. But this is not the way of the courageous. This is not the way of the master creator. So ultimately releasing and letting go of what no longer is serving us or what does not belong in our future is a radical act of faith. It is a deep connection, deep to our own wisdom that lets us know that releasing this, the space that we will create by doing so will eventually be filled when the time is right. And it's faith in ourselves. It's not faith in the process. It's actually faith in ourselves that we can trust ourselves enough to release and let go and be patient enough or do the work 
required post letting go and releasing that makes us in a much more powerful, creative, aligned and vibrationally magnetic position to fill that space with what is right for us, not necessarily what is quick or easy or comforting or all the other things. So when you hear you know, people like me or anyone else in the spiritual community talking about releasing and letting go, I really want to first acknowledge that this process is not necessarily easy, that it is difficult, which is why personally I work with the moon. So I'm actually kind of setting myself up in the habit of releasing and letting go. Firstly, considering every month at the full moon, what it is that I need to release and then practicing month by month what that actually feels and looks like. And I can tell you because course I'm able to practice this over and over again or I have been doing this for so long that when it comes to releasing the big things I am now so much better at it and when I come to releasing the things that really tug on my triggers of lack or insecurity or whatever it might be that I am so quick to recognize them and I'm much more comfortable sitting with those triggers and healing them as opposed to keeping on to the holding on to the thing just because it placates me or it doesn't allow me to open that space and to do that healing. And I know for certain that the only thing that allows me to embrace my present, to expand as a human and to have amazing, amazing texture of life, a patchwork quilt of various experiences and connections and growth, have a beautiful, rich, beautiful textured life is my ability to change and grow. The only way we change and grow is if we can let go of so many things in the past. And I know also that the only way to truly get what it is that we want, if we want to go back to the M word, that manifestation word, is to embrace my authenticity. And the truth is that we as individuals are always changing and growing. And so if I'm going to embrace my authenticity, hence align with that next desire or version of myself or experience or whatever it is, I need to get really comfortable with letting go of the parts of me and anything attached to them the habits, the people, the perceptions, the things. I need to be really comfortable with letting go and releasing them in order to make room for the new to come in. So I hope this kind of gives you a little bit of reassurance. First and foremost, a little bit of reassurance around releasing and letting go to know that it isn't as simple as poof, I wrote it on a piece of paper at a full moon and I burnt it and we're done that it is a process of deep self-knowledge. It is a brave and courageous act and it is an ultimate commitment to yourself and your authenticity. And that when you do this, when you release and let go of things that you know no longer serves you, you are only able to do that because you have a deep knowledge of yourself and because you were brave. And the faith that you have in the future isn't in some mystical force outside of yourself. The universe isn't going to send you something like, let's get rid of all that crap and really empower ourselves and say, actually, what I have faith in is me. 
what I have faith in is my ability to evolve and my commitment to evolving. And what I have is faith in whatever comes as a result of what I've let go or released from my experience, from my realm of being, understanding, vibration, whatever it is, will be replaced all in good time when it is right and when I know with discernment what is best for me in my next step along my evolution. So as you can see, letting go is not as easy as a full moon ritual, but my gosh, does it help. And by having a process or a ritual of letting go often and consistently, you're just going to get better and better and better at it. Not only discerning for yourself what it is that you need to let go of, but also allowing it to evaporate from your experience so that you can stand confidently in your present and allow the future to be drawn towards you rather than constantly chasing it with all these really heavy bags that, let's face it, no one wants to be lugging around. I would love to hear your feedback on the process of letting go. Any tips or tricks that you have about letting go things from your past and different versions of yourself and maybe even a story about how that you were finally brave enough to let something or a part of you go and then as a result who you became because of that as always and especially this week sending you so much love and light under the bright magnetic spotlight of this full moon in Aquarius as we really work to dive deep into our hearts to let go of the things that may be clogging and blocking a few arteries of abundance and love that we are seeking to align with in our future. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.